last year we spoke about the history of Hanukkah. We went over the book of Maccabees, remember? The Talmud, yeah. what was the miracle of Hanukkah. So when I was talking to Bob <coughs> about what we should do tonight, so let's keep it on the light side. So I'm going to do a little bit of trivia with you about Hanukkah, things that you may not normally know. Um, number one, and number two, um, some a uh, little bit of Hebrew. We'll do, go over some words of Hebrew and see how they play out in modern-day Israel, wow. little things about uh, Hanukkah. So Great. without further ado. Hanukkah happens to be an unusual holiday. I don't need to tell you that. You certainly know it. I think, if I remember, my memory serves me correctly, it probably is the most... The most observed holiday in Judaism, that and the Pesach Seder, I don't know which takes precedence, which is first. <coughs> I would imagine Hanukkah. Um, the reason is that uh, in contradistinction to another seasonal festival, um, Jewish people need something to sort of put their arms around, number one. Number two, there really is nothing that's... Uh, that's overwhelming about Hanukkah. Oh, you got to clean a house, you got to buy Passover products. You put up a menorah. I mean, how simple is that? I mean, if, uh, if uh, Macy's can have a menorah, then certainly we can have a menorah. I'm going to say John Wanamaker's, but he's showing my age. Uh, but if, but if, a, if a non-Jewish establishment can have a menorah, then certainly we can have a menorah. It's no big deal to have a menorah. <coughs> so it's really not a difficult holiday to observe. I think there's something else also involved with Hanukkah and the Hanukkah is that it resonates with people it resonates with people if you heard the news this morning so uh, couldn't be more appropriate I couldn't have planned it better so the EU today put a vote forth about uh, the European Union about uh, accepting Palestine um, as a state in a, uh, in a in an unofficial yes. Now I'm going to get to the second thing. Okay, in an unofficial capacity with no binding, uh, with nothing binding to it. And the second thing that the EU courts did was it declared Hamas not to be a terrorist organization, not to be a terrorist organization. Now, bunch of nice guys. And the Ku Klux Klan isn't a racist organization. Who? And the Ku Klux Klan is not, not a racist, racist organization. organization. And yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. Um, <laughs> actually, out of everything we've said, that is the That's most plausible one. one of those. <laughs> Miracle on 34th Street, I believe. Anyway. Um, and Alan Gross got released finally. <coughs> Alan Gross got released today also. That's a big deal. Miracle Hanukkah. Okay, Alan Gross in Cuba got released today. So what's, so what's significant about this is... So what's, what's significant about Hanukkah is that, you know, you think many times you've seen it all. Every time we think we've seen it all, every time we think that, been there, done that, and it just sort of reiterates the miracle or the story of Hanukkah. Um, early Christianity, early Christianity observed the holiday of Hanukkah. Early Christianity, up to about the year 200, observed the holiday of Hanukkah. And the reason was, is, anybody know? They were Jews then. <laughs> <coughs> they were Jews, that's true, yes. There are wannabes. The book of Maccabees was part of the Christian Was canon, part of the Christian thing? But part of the canon, not the Jewish canon. Okay, other reason is? A, a, a more simple reason, but you guys are right. 
If the Jews had lost, if Jews had lost the battle, if Jews had lost the battle, what year? 165 BCE. If Jews had lost the battle, by the way, we'll be celebrating the. Let me see, 2050th year of Hanukkah next year. <coughs> 20, 2015 and, and, and 165 is what? 26, 2100, 2020, anyway. Okay. 2016 and 65, you said? And 165. I know, but all right, so you get, that would be 2116 plus 5 is 2121 plus 60 is 2181. In his head. Okay. So we're celebrating about what they celebrate. We'll be celebrating Hanukkah, and the miracle of Hanukkah is close to 2,200 years old. Okay. Had the Jews lost? Had the Jews lost the battle against the Greeks? Mm-hmm. Had Mattathias not been successful, there would be no daughter religion. Uh-huh. There would be no Judaism. Let's be let's be clear about that. Hanukkah is much more than a spiritual game. It is a spiritual game. But it was also a physical game. Had the Jewish people lost the battle of Hanukkah, we would not be here today. If Jewish people would not be here today, the daughter religions would not be here today either. That would be Muslim, and that would also be Christianity. So therefore, the early Christians observed Hanukkah as a commemoration to the great miracle that took place there. Um... Some interesting things. Nun Gimel Hei Shin, the dreidel. Mm-hmm. If you add them up, it's 358. 358 is the same numerical equivalent as the Messiah, Mashiach. Mm-hmm. As Mashiach. Nun Gimel Hei Shin, part of the body. The Nefesh, the soul. The Guf, the body. The Seichel, which you got up here, or most people do. Mm-hmm. And the Hakol. The, uh, the all-encompassing concept of what, what the body is. If you take a look at 358, Hashem Melech, Hashem Melech, Hashem Yimloch. God wow. reigned, God is reigning, and God will reign. And if you add them all up, you're going to be getting 358. Some interesting things, Hanukkah versus Purim. So the dreidel is spun from the top. Yeah. A grogger is spun from the bottom. Okay? The answer is, again, I mean, you can interpret the way you want to. It's spun from the... The grogger is spun from the top to show that the intervention came from... The grogger No, but the bottom. You're holding it from the bottom. So the grogger, the top part, is spun from the top, which shows the intervention came from above. Okay, the dreidel spun this way, going downward, that shows that we were the active participants more in terms of the battle, in terms of the military victory. Um, whoops. <laughs> you like three stooges? Um, Yehi are, let there be light. Yehi or, let there be light. Yud, hey, yud. 25. What day does Hanukkah occur on? 25th. 25th day, let there be light. The reason why the rabbis really go out of the way to try to try to find these things is because we have no sources in our Bible, so to speak, in the Jewish canon of Hanukkah. 
The only source we really have on the Jewish side is in the Talmud. <coughs> something called the Megillah Tanit, which was a book, a scroll, which was to commemorate fast days. But beyond that, it's 1st Maccabees and 2nd Maccabees. That's really it. So we really try to go out of our way to see, like, where are you going to find some sort of, some sort of allusion to it. Maccabee. Take the last letters of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. A little bit of a stretch. Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. Mem, Kuf, Bet, Makab. Okay, from the town, they think they're from the town of Makab, or it means a hammer. Or Modin. Hashmonai. Hashmonai. Hasmonian. Hasmonian. So we have a Chet, Shin, Mem, Nun, Aleph, Yud. What are the things that the Greeks wanted to outlaw from the Jewish people? So the first thing is Chodesh. Okay, the Jewish calendar. If you knock out the Jewish calendar, we are lost. Matter of fact, someone once said, Why do you say well, when you bench Rosh Chodesh, when you bless the new month, which we'll be doing this coming Shabbos, Chaveirim call Yisrael. We are, all of Israel are friends. Menomar, Amen. Let us say, Amen Rosh Chodeshia. So someone once said, little tongue in cheek, that the only thing Jewish people can all agree about is when Rosh Chodesh occurs. But beyond that, but beyond that, we are sort of like interminably lost. Anyway, so Chodesh is the first thing that the, the Greeks tried to knock out of, out of us. If we don't have a Jewish calendar, I mean, you think about that. We have no holidays. The Jewish calendar is only the catechism of, of the Jewish people. Without a Jewish calendar, when's Pesach, when's Shavuos, when's Sukkot? No well, we have no idea. What do we observe when? Second thing, Shin, Shabbos. Shabbos is the cornerstone of the Jewish people. Chadam's famous statement, more than the Jews kept the Sabbath, Sabbath. the Sabbath kept the Jews. Mem stands for Mila, circumcision. Circumcision, they wanted to knock out circumcision. Don't forget, circumcision was a very easy way for everybody to sort of look alike, walk alike, talk alike. Okay, and back then people was was very obviously noticeable, especially when went to the bathhouses and to the gymnasiums. Nida is the menstrual cycle, is mikvah. The woman women shouldn't have they should not be allowed to observe that. They weren't allowed to observe mikvah? No. Arusa, getting married Jewishly. Okay? And then finally, Yichud Hashem, the unity of God, to believe in one God. Hanukkah is one of the few mitzvahs that we see that there's a machlokas on how to observe it. There's a three-way machlokas in the Gemara. Do you have one candle for an entire household? Do you have one candle for every person who's living there? And the third level of the machlokas was the machlokas between the house of Hillel and the house of Shammai. The house of Hillel says you do one through eight corresponding to the days that are entering right. and Hilla and Shammai says the opposite 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 corresponding to how many days you have left interesting that there's we know why is there an, why is there an argument why is there a bone of contention as to how you like Hanukkah is that we discussed last year if you don't remember I can give you the answer a little bit later um Let's talk a little bit about some Jewish, some some words in Hebrew. So one of the things that we have is we eat sufganiyot. 
Anyway, anyway, I'm not going to keep my day job. Sufkaniyot. Sufkaniyot is donuts. The reason why we have donuts, we eat donuts, not an Ashkenazi custom, by the way, purely Sephardic or Israeli, sort of imported to America. They're cooked with oil. So are falafel balls, but we don't have falafel balls. I have no idea, but we use... Our French fries are cooked in oil also. I'm sure people were living in France back then. They would be having freedom fries. We don't call them French fries back then. Remember that? Okay, so sufkaniyot in modern day Hebrew. Sufkaniyot in modern day Hebrew means donuts. And the word comes from the Shorish. If you're familiar with Hebrew, all of Hebrew words come from usually 90% three letters. Three consonants. So the consonant is Samach, Pei, Gimel. Oh. Samach, Pei, Gimel. Okay. Sounds like a sponge. That's why you say sponge in Hebrew. If you also want to say want to say a sponge cake, you would also say Sufkaniyah is also a sponge cake in Hebrew. So Sufkaniyah comes from the word sponge. Same letters. Yes. Did you say that the uh, Sephardim have traditional? Yes. Sephardim do. <coughs> they Israelis, but it was it came it, it came to America from Israel. But Ashkenazim have latkes. Why do Ashkenazim have latkes? Work it out. What was very common in Eastern Europe? Potatoes. Potatoes. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. The Ashkenazim had the hotchkiss. Which are sufkaniyot. And what? Yeah, you're right. I'm not saying no. We, we, we call them fankas in Hungary. What are they? Fankas. Hung- so I'm saying to you, in, in Hungarian... In hu- so in Hungarian, was called fankas, which is similar. But lakas is the one that really, really made it big. Right. Okay? Anyway, so sofeg in modern Hebrew means to absorb. So, or to sponge something up as a sofeg. Now... Interesting word. Sofeg malkut. Malkut means a lashing. If a guy takes a beating, he absorbs the lashes. Okay? Sofeg malkut. Okay? If you're having problems with your car and your shock absorber is broken, it would be sofeg zazuim. Zazuim or shocks. So fag is to absorb. So fag zazuim, same shorish as sufkaniyot. Okay, so sufkaniyot. Okay, samach pei gimel is the shorish. Samach pei gimel. Samach pei gimel means to absorb. Means to be a sponge, a sponge cake. So fag zazuim, which means a shock absorber. So fag malkut, he absorbed lashes. Someone, it doesn't mean it literally, but people really beat up on him, is what it means. Okay? That's okay. Next. We make our, our latkes, or our, our sufkaniya, with what? Oil. Oil. Oil is, in Hebrew, shemen. Okay? So, in Israel, that can refer to oil. It can refer to olive oil. <coughs> You switch some of the little vowels on the bottom, since if you have a little bit too much oil, what happens? You become shaman. What does shaman mean? Fat. fat. Okay, what is oil? Oil essentially is the fat. 
that goes to the top. The way you say sour cream in Hebrew, I see sour cream is right over there. Shamenet. Shin mem nun. Shamenet means cream. Shamenet means cream. Next. Anybody want some? Next. Should I lower the heat? Is it warm in here? It's coming up here. Did you lower the heat, Bob? I lower it. Okay. Next. Walnut oil. Shemenegozim. Crude oil. Texas tea. But the first thing you know, all Jed's a millionaire. Anyway. Shemen Adama. Oil that comes up from the from the ground. What about 10W40? 10W40, WD40. Cod liver oil. Shemen Dagim. Okay. <coughs> What's the oil we use to light the menorah? Shemen Zayit. Olive oil, not from Popeye. Shemen Zayit. Okay. Anointing oil. Same oil. It's Shemen Mishcha. To, to anoint yourself. Olives, by the way, olive is a very big thing in Israel. That's why a big thing between the Palestinians. You touched my olive tree. No, it's my olive tree. Why is olive, well, let's do this for a moment. Why does olives play such a big role in Mideast? Anybody know? Because they're used to cook with. They, a, it's used to cook with. What else? They sell it. Well, you can sell anything. You can, I mean, you can sell anything. You can sell cotton. But why? What else? Because they're like native to the land. Huh? Aren't they native to the land? It's native, but why is it such an important commodity in Israel? I mean, what else is olives, olives used for? Fuel. Fuel. So in other words, let's say you said you can cook with it. Olives can be used for fuel, okay? You could see. You have, a, you have an olive oil lamp. What else is olives used for? Salt them and pickle them and the kids love them. You can salt them, okay? It's a food. What else is olives used for? As a salve. If you remember, one of the things you can't do on Tisha B'Av is to smear, to put a salve on your body. Olive oil is a very common thing that they would put a, as a salve on the body. When a sofa makes fill and he makes the straps, he generally takes olive oil and he runs his finger over the straps to make it nice and shiny. Oh. Because olive oil has that glean to it. So olive oil okay. plays an important role. Um, they also grow naturally in the country and a lot of other things didn't. Okay. That's why. Maybe it grows well there. Huh? Maybe it grows well. Could be. Okay. It grow anywhere and right. kind of rocky soil with nothing in it. You remember the song, Remember that? Ushaftam means what? You shall draw the water out. Okay? You have trouble with your oil pump in Israel. Mashevat Shemen. What is the Mashevat Shemen? What does the oil pump do? It draws the oil. It's the oil pump. Ushaftam It's the same show it says Ushaftam Okay, next. There's a great Hebrew expression. It's like an idiom, but it loses any translation. Tovel b'shemen raglo. He immerses his feet in the oil, in, in his oil. Basically means he lives luxuriously. This is a guy who can come home at nighttime, and what does he do? He takes his, well back then, his sandals off, right? He wasn't wearing shoes. And what's he putting his feet into? Oil, olive oil. Sounds good. To olive me. oil, olive oil. Don't forget, if you're if you're using it, you know you're, you're laughing at this, but you're using it as a salve for your body. Okay. Listen, if you're going to go to Shoprite, 
Uh, you're going going to go down the oil, oil counter. Maybe. You look at you look at uh, safflower oil. You look at vegetable oil. You look at canola. You look at corn oil, and you look at olive oil. Which one, by far, is head over heels the most expensive? Olive, olive oil. Three liters of olive oil, of virgin olive oil, is twenty dollars. Right. Okay. A gallon of olive oil at Shoprite is not olive. A gallon of vegetable oil is five ninety nine. So you're talking about four times the amount of money. Okay. So a guy can come home, take his sandals off, and dip his feet in a little vat of olive oil. Tovel b'shem and raglo. He is immersing his feet in olive oil. Not a bad thing to do. Okay, next. Sibivon. Sibivon. The word Sibivon. So, so, so. Anyway, uh, we call it a dreidel. The reason why it's called a dreidel is because you're spinning it. A guy is a real pain in your... It's called a dray cup. Same showish. That's, that's a Yiddish word. To dray means to, to spin. Okay? Guy's a real dray cup. Ah, guy's a pain in my... Okay, he's a dray cup. He keeps... Okay. Okay. Next. What is the what is the showish of 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 sivivon? Samach bet bet savav, which means either to gyrate, believe it or not, in modern Hebrew, to go around, to surround, to circle. Remember Joshua around Jericho. He besieged Jericho. <coughs> when you're sitting at a table, what are we doing? Kulanu misu bin kulan. What's misu bin? When you're sitting at the table, we're sitting around the table. Same shorish as sevivon. Okay, a person is so veivolech. He goes around and he walks. Means he's going from town to town. He's a wanderer. Okay, so veiv al he goes from door to door. What is he? He's a beggar. It's a pleasant way of saying he's a beggar. So they've all up You go to the doctor. You're not feeling good. You know, your head is spinning. Right? Doctor tells you have Sivuv Rosh. What does that mean? Vertigo. You have vertigo, right? Your head is spinning. You have vertigo. You live in a certain neighborhood in Israel. The Sviva. What's the Sviva? The Sviva is a neighborhood, the vicinity, the people around you. Famous line, Jerusalem. Yushalayim Harim Savivla. Jerusalem has mountains surrounding her. Saviv. Same Shorish as Sviva. Right? Okay, fine. Next. Should I keep going? Yeah. Okay. Menorah. What does a menorah mean? A menorah essentially, we think of a menorah, by the way, as uh, something that's very grandiose. <coughs> if you've been to the Knesset, happens to be a gorgeous menorah which was given to the state of Israel. If I remember correctly, I think it was by England. And it tells the whole story, the whole Jewish history on the, on the branch of the menorah. Very worthwhile to see, by the way. Very, very worthwhile. Each one on each of the branches tells a different story there. Anyway, but we think of a menorah as something that's really grandiose. In Talmudic times, the menorah was like a little lamp. 
like a little lamp. I mean, it was maybe the size of your plate. That's all it was. And it was round, had a little hole in it, and they were carrying it from room to room. It was a lamp. That's all it really was. So when you lit the menorah, okay, that's essentially what you're doing. Today we don't call it a menorah, in Israel anyway. We call it a Chanukiah. Chanukiah means it's a specially designed menorah for Hanukkah. But the menorah way back then was a small little lamp. I thought the menorah had seven points and the Hanukkah has, has nine. eight, nine points. Correct. Correct. That is correct. But that was a grandiose menorah. But a menorah also means a small little lamps. You're in Israel and you want you have a beautiful dining room. And you have a break front. And the only thing is missing is a chandelier. The way you say chandelier in modern Hebrew is a menorah, believe it or not. Okay? A torch is a menorah. What is the shorish now of menorah? Anybody? Nair. 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 A light. Okay? You're having problems with your car. Our car keeps coming problems. We had the fuel pump before. I got vertigo just thinking about it. You got problems with your rear lights. Well, the way you say rear in Hebrew is achorit. What's behind you? Okay? Menorah achorit means your rear lights. Okay? Menorah achorit, your rear lights. Okay? Your street is the lamp post on your street. The bulb burned out. Okay, the way we say a post in Hebrew is an amud, a pillar. Okay, amud haminorah. Amud haminorah means the lamppost. Lamp. Amud is also a page. Exactly right. Amud is also a page. Okay, but amud means to stand. Amud means to stand. You remember when the Jewish people went out of Egypt? There was a pillar of light. Remember that? Remember that? As a matter of fact, if you, if you remember, it's a great picture. If you invite me back before Pesach, I'll show it to you. So when the Jewish people went out of Egypt... Huh? You're booked. There we go. So when the Jewish people went out of Egypt, you know, what happened? Pharaoh was behind them in high pursuit, the Red Sea, promised land over there. The early founding fathers of America... It's a great story about the close ties the early founding fathers had to Judaism. Very Matter of fact, they wanted to have they wanted to have the national bird should be the turkey. They also wanted to have the the, the tongue should be English, not English, uh, Hebrew rather. Yeah. Really, the insignia that John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, and Benjamin Franklin proposed to Congress. For the for the well, today, it's essentially you look at your dollar bill. You're going to see the seal. It's got thirteen all the way through the thirteen stripes, the thirteen talons, thirteen olive branches, thirteen olives, thirteen arrows. You'll see thirteen all the way, all the way through. And you think we're not a spiritual nation? You're out of your mind. Okay, just take one look at that. You think Jews are spiritual? Just take a look at it, just for a moment. Was King? Pharaoh